Welcome to the Human Conversation Podcast with Jules White, the real dragon slayer, author and entrepreneur sales coach. Tune in weekly for human conversation about business and sales. Enjoy business expert interviews, educational episodes, and virtual cuppers with entrepreneur business owners. So grab yourself a cuppa and enjoy. Here is your host, Jules White. So welcome everybody to the Human Conversation. And I have got a wonderful guest with me today. I know, I know, I say this every time I do a podcast because yes, all my guests are wonderful. But this lady I have met actually quite recently. I still haven't met her face to face. This is kind of one of my goals. But this lady's called Sally Oddy. Now, let me just tell them, Sally, who you are, and then we're going to say a massive hello to you. Um, actually, I have to tell you into a little secret, and she's going to hate me for this, but I said, how do you want me to introduce you? And she said to me, master of the universe. And do you know what? I don't care whether she wanted me to say it, but I loved it so much, I needed to share it. I love these people who have these massive uh, expectations of where they're gonna go and who they're gonna be. Fabulous, fabulous. So Sally is a business coach, so a woman after my own heart, absolutely. And she runs her company called The High Vibe Society. Loving the name. So Sally, welcome to The Human Conversation. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so pleased to be here. And this is my first ever guest spot on a podcast so cause for oh, celebration today <laughs> i feel so honored that you're you're first on my podcast and you know what i love podcasting sally i i discovered this well when should i do my first one probably about april last year my goodness i've been podcasting for over a year how wow. how awesome congratulations yeah. yeah i just realized i love the way that podcasting works for me because I position it as a human conversation and for my listeners I hope they love that too so we're not going to be doing these structured question 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 I'm, I just don't do that I have actually no idea what I'm going to talk to you about in so many senses but what I do want to know is obviously a little bit about you and your journey and and I have definitely got knowledge that there's some information in this conversation that's going to be really interesting I think to, to all of us so let's start at the beginning Sally so tell me about Sally leaving school what were you going to be so I actually I was born in Yorkshire but I grew up in South Africa so my parents moved over to South Africa in 1980 I think it was um, so I spent all of my schooling over there in South Africa. Um, so when I left school, well, I went to study psychology straight from school, actually. And it was actually because I read a book by Jonathan Kellerman called When the Bow Breaks. Okay. I don't know if you've heard of that. No. Um, and he was a child psychologist. And that book was all about sort of the internal journey of him helping this child to overcome a trauma that they'd suffered. Um, pair that with the fact that I was completely obsessed with Oprah Winfrey from a very, very young age. <laughs> <laughs> I love Oprah. I, oh I just love God. her. She's been, honestly, she's, she's been like a um, permanent mentor my whole life since, since I was probably about 11 or 12, to be honest. Um, so yeah, I went to, straight from school to study psychology. And yeah, my goal was actually to be a criminal psychologist. So I went and studied criminology, criminal law, 
um, family law, um, psychology and sociology actually. Um, even though I was crap in school and had horrific marks and just barely scraped by, I was like, right, I'm just gonna do this, this is what I wanna do. So yeah, I was gonna be a criminal psychologist, like um, Clarissa in Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> I, I, I just find, do you know what? I think if I could go back and do something that I never did, I think it would be this, because I just think this is so interesting, you know, the whole psychology piece. Oh yeah, I loved it. I really, Amazing. really loved it actually. So, so tell me why, uh, or, or did you become a criminal psychologist? No, I didn't. So the reason I didn't actually is because what I realised was I don't think I'm quite emotionally cut out to be a psychologist because I think to be in those kind of professions, you've got to care, but you've got to be able to stand back and allow something to happen without becoming really emotionally drawn into the situation and emotionally affected by it. And I am a very emotional being. <laughs> me too, me too. So my empathy level is like through the freaking roof. Like yeah. I can't watch the news because I just weep. <laughs> like I just can't handle it. So I think I realised in about my second year, I realised that I wasn't actually going to be able to be a psychologist. That I probably just couldn't actually handle the emotional side of it. But I went on and, and did my third year. I didn't actually complete my degree um, because I couldn't pass statistics, which was back then it was a syllabus of, of the psychology syllabus. And ironically enough, two years after I left university, they dropped statistics from the syllabus. Oh, how frustrating um, is that? Because math, math is just like, you know, it's never really been my strongest suit really. And I just, statistics was just something that just baffled me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I actually left university and I actually became a legal secretary. Okay. Um, and I was a legal secretary from about 22 to about 27, so quite a long time actually. Um, and I was really, really good at it and I really loved it. I was a peak, because I'm very organised, very methodical. Oh um, yes, I mean I noticed that about you almost immediately when we were chatting, I could just tell, you know. Yeah, I'm like, pro like process. Yeah. But, but then um, were you still in South Africa at this stage? So? Yes, yeah, I was still in South Africa, so I went to university in South Africa became a legal secretary, I became um, senior PA for like the head chief exec of a big law firm. And then funnily enough, the reason I moved over here was my parents, my sister had moved back to England with her son and my parents were considering moving to Spain of all places to open a bread and breakfast or whatever. And my mum, did, we didn't have any other family in South Africa. So my mum said to me, um, do you want to move back to, do you want to move to Spain with us? And I was like, well, no, what am I going to do there? I don't speak the language. Like, I'm not going to be able to be a secretary there. Like, what am I going to do? And she said, oh, well, I'll pay for you to go back to England then. I don't want you to be here in South Africa on your own. So that was like in the October. And in the December, I was in England. Where did you land in England? I landed in Brighton. Yeah, my stepfather's family are from Brighton. So I went actually and stayed with them at first. Um, but I just didn't really settle down there. And then my mum's sister, my auntie, is up here in Yorkshire. So I, then I moved up here. I was only in Brighton for about seven or eight months, I think. And I very quickly realised I wasn't going to settle there. Mm. Um, so came up here, got a legal secretary job, got another job that was more of a like coordinator role. And then I got a job in a law firm that was also called a coordinated jo job, but very quickly it became clear that it was marketing. Okay. Um, so I completely fell into marketing by accident, to be honest. The universe clearly had my back at that yeah. stage. 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So marketing becomes the love following psychology. See, I'm loving all these things linking together because I, I think they are linked actually. How amazing yeah. to know about psychology and marketing and then, then well, it's pair interesting, the two. Isn't it? Because that because marketing is actually all about human behaviour. Absolutely. As is so sales. Yeah, it's all about human behavior. It's all about, um, you know, understanding human behavior. And, and I think me coming to marketing, having always loved psychology, I mean, I've always had a real love of psychology, developmental psychology. I'm really interested in how children develop and how their personalities develop and how what happens to us when we're younger affects us as we get older. So that whole development psychology thing is a real interest to me. And I think I've always been one of life's human observers. You know, when you just like love watching people. Yes. When I talk to people, I'm like, without even realizing I'm doing, I'm like, subconsciously it almost happens. I'm digging under the surface constantly. Like I can't help myself. Yeah. Um, so when I sort of fell into marketing and I realized it was all actually about human behavior and understanding why people make buying decisions and what is going to engage people on a higher level it just came really naturally to me to be honest i just kind of fell into it but it just it was my zone you know what i mean it just kind of happened for the at the right time for me so on from that you're obviously still working then in this firm but you're doing the marketing side luckily for me they well i asked and they offered to pay for me to actually get my marketing degree wow so for five years, looking back now, I actually can't believe I did it. For five years, I went to college on an evening and I got my certificate for marketing. I got my, um, I got my introductory certificate to marketing, my certificate to marketing, and then my diploma in marketing over a five-year period studying on an evening. Um, so yeah, I was at that law firm for eight years. And in that time, I had lots of different roles. Um, and I actually ended up doing um, a senior marketing role for um, their international division. So I got to travel all over America and Europe and it was awesome. Really, really cool. I think sometimes when you look back, there can be some companies that you've worked for that really have set you up and supported you and just giving you that real bit of magic there are they are yeah. out there aren't they some of these companies yeah they did do that but unfortunately it all kind of turned a little bit sour and this is actually a big part of my story it all turned a little bit sour when i um got a new manager and she was a female manager and she was a bitch <laughs> she was completely power hungry and she literally just set out to destroy me is the only way I can actually really describe it. Literally in one conversation, and I will never forget, and this is, this is going back now, like 10 years ago this happened, 10, 11 years ago. And in one conversation, she actually said to me, I had a really, I had really, really close relationships with the partners that I worked with because I, I do naturally just bond with people really well mm. and I can relate to all different people at different levels and stuff. So I had great relationships with this one particular partner who she wanted to get a great relationship with. And I'll never ever forget the day we were in a meeting and she said, to me, she actually said to me, I need to manage this relationship away from you because I should have that relationship, not you. Wow. Isn't that? Oh my God, it stayed with me forever. Yeah, well it would, wouldn't it? Because something like that is just not, not really that nice at the end of the day, is it? And, and isn't it interesting how you know, all of the things that we talk about, well, I talk about in business with people on my podcast, people, my clients, 
they're very much centered around people and the impact that people have had in their lives. And I've had the same in my TEDx story. And I think you saw my yeah. TEDx talk. You know, I had exactly the same. My whole uh, journey was defined by people. Yeah. And that's what happens to us in life. Now, I guess the, the actual thing about this is how we then choose to come out of the other side of that. So yeah. I, I feel another part of your story coming on here where you do come out the other side of this. So tell us, I mean, really, I guess, is this where you then started your own business potentially? Well, actually, no, because, and looking back, I, I'm not really one for regret. I don't really believe in regret. I think it's a bit of a wasted emotion really. But looking back, I'm, I'm amazed how thoroughly she was able to break me down. I'm a very, very strong woman. And, but for some reason, this, this woman just had me where she wanted me. And she broke me down over a period of maybe two years. Um, so much so that when I eventually did leave <clears throat> that firm, and they begged me to stay, by the way. Um, and I got a job as head of marketing for another firm. Um, I had no confidence in myself whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And I went into the other firm and I was like, oh my God, what, what am I going to do? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Honestly, I was at the lowest point. I basically had suffered a complete burnout mm -hmm. from this woman. Um, and I was, I was quite emotionally scarred by her, I think. And looking back, I realize now that it actually took me quite a long number of years to get over that, really. Yeah. Um, so I went to another firm and I just, and, and actually the other firm that I went to, it kind of reawoke me because they had no marketing function here in Yorkshire. I kind of landed and I was like, oh my God, right, I'm just gonna have to get stuck in. And it made me we fall in love with marketing again and made me just re like we remember that actually I'm really really good at this I know what I'm doing everyone was like oh my god you're amazing and I was like right okay I'm building myself back up now yeah um and then it was actually one of the partners there who said to me um the firm was in a bit of trouble I'll be in there about a year and one of the partners said to me I was like oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do like I'm either gonna become head of marketing for a regional firm or get a senior role in a big national international firm which is going to be a lot of travel I don't really want to do that I've already done that kind of thing and he said to me why don't you just open your own business and be a consultant yeah and I'll never forget it we were just sat in this little meeting room and I was like what do you mean like and it had never ever occurred to me to open my own business never I've never had any desires I've never had any entrepreneurial thoughts or nothing and as soon as he said that it was like light bulbs crashed over my head and I was like oh my god I've never even thought of that before and I went home and I said to my husband this guy said this to me like oh my god it's you know I, this is maybe this I think this is what I need to do mm. um, so my husband is very very analytical and he was like right okay if you think it's what you need to do you need to write a business plan okay <laughs> So you need to write down exactly what you're going to offer, who you're going to offer it to, how you're going to promote it, how much money you need to make, so how much money you need to charge. And he made me sit down and come up with this proper business. I, don't, I wasn't looking for funding or anything, but, it, but actually I'm glad that he did it. So anyway, fast forward, so I opened my own business, but I kept playing small, I suppose. I kept in the arena that I was in because I kept serving professional services firms. So I kept working for law firms and accounting firms and whatever, because it was what I'd always known. And obviously that's a very male dominated environment. So for 
five or six years, that's all I did. And interestingly, looking back now, I can see that I avoided women like the plague. Uh, do you think not, that was, was that to yeah. do with this relationship that had failed with this other woman? Sub, subconsciously though, like I, yeah. I, I never really thought about it yeah. specifically, but I wouldn't connect with any women on LinkedIn. I would never um, approach a woman to work with her. If there was a woman at a law firm, I would sh like move away from her. So essentially I was keeping myself in a professional environment I felt really comfortable in working in a male-dominated environment where I knew that things were maybe simpler and I understood how they worked and, and I just didn't want the the emotion of working with women mm. and then funnily enough it was in 2006 I want to say no 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 sorry um anyway it was like a couple of years ago and I attended a ladies networking event here in Leeds and it was the first time I'd been at a ladies networking event in, oh my God, like 10 years or something. And I went to this event and I met all of these women who were like opening their own, having their own businesses, doing things that they love. They were really passionate about it. And I was like, oh my God. And they were all really nice and really welcoming and really supportive. And I got in a lot of conversations with them. I had a few kind of like, you know, shared a few marketing things with them. And they were all just like so welcoming and enthusiastic. And then a couple of people from that event actually contacted me afterwards saying, can we work together? And I was like, all right, okay. And that event made me realize that this was actually who I wanted to be working with. This was my tribe. This is the people that I wanted to serve. I wanted to actually come back around and work with female entrepreneurs. So that's kind of how that progression happened. And it's really interesting. You know, I, I keep saying, oh, I can hear myself, oh, this is really interesting, it's really interesting. But actually, I really think it is because, you know, you were actually fighting this. You were fighting, connecting with women, fighting working with women. And yeah, actually, ultimately, the, the ideal client for you is a female entrepreneur. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's interesting, isn't it? But, but great that you actually almost broke those barriers down to then say, well, actually... I, I recognize that this is where I need to be and this is what feels right. And I think this is a big thing that I, I talk about in my coaching is about trusting your instincts and trusting your gut, you know, not trying to be something that you think you need to be, you know, you've got to trust those instincts and that's exactly yeah. what you did. And, and again, I think it's, I, I love the human conversation podcast because I never know where the conversation is going to go. But for me, actually, the conversation here has been quite defined in that we can be so damaged by the people that we meet, but then we have a choice yeah. as to what we then do with that damage and how we come out of the other side of it, you know, and then, and then what we learn from it. And, and what a great story that this woman really did affect you and your confidence and your career in some respects and yet out the back of it now you're running this fabulous business which serves female entrepreneurs you see now yeah. there's a wonderful story and human conversation right there isn't it yeah absolutely so tell us a bit about what you're doing now because that's interesting so the high vibe society so basically i i thought so obviously my background is marketing that's kind of what i do marketing and business and, but what I, what I realized was I wanted to get away from the implementation of marketing, of having clients and doing marketing for them. And to be honest, it was kind of a bit of a natural progression to become a more of a coach where I'm working with business owners, 
coaching them and sharing with them all of the techniques and tools and strategies I've learned over all of these years in marketing and business and I'm basically sharing it with these people and helping them to implement it so like when I coach somebody it's over like a three-month period and we work through actually a very specific set of different things that I believe are the foundations for any business to sort of grow and become really successful because I think a lot of us we get into business because we're good at something because yes. we enjoy doing something yes. and then we get into business and we're like oh my god like what do I do now like you know there's all of this other stuff that we've never even considered and that's kind of where I come in if you know what I mean so yeah. I work with them to help them build the solid foundations for their business that it will allow them to then grow and, and a huge thing for me is and, and just going back to the Oprah Winfrey when I was a teenager watching Oprah Winfrey um, back then she sort of really crystallized for me that I wanted to motivate and inspire people and that's been a theme my entire life I was a cheerleader all through school all of my friends always say like only go to Sally if you want the truth like I can't help myself I've got to give everyone like all the advice and stuff and you know motivating and inspiring people in fact my dream job has always been to be a motivational speaker and I kind of feel that as things have progressed through the High Vibe Society and what I'm doing now, I'm actually finally living like everything I've ever wanted to do. Do you know what I mean? Because actually my job, I feel, is to motivate and inspire women to believe in themselves. Yeah. Yes, it's about marketing and it's about business and it's about mindset and all that kind of stuff. But fundamentally, those are just the tools that I am providing to enable somebody to feel that they can do it, they are enough, they do know enough, they're strong enough, powerful enough, confident enough, and they can achieve this amazing thing. Yeah. Fundamentally, that's what I actually do. Yeah, and I love that. And, and I think as well, you know, with the speaking, with regards to speaking, it's absolutely within your grasp to be a professional speaker because the thing about this is it's about knowing what is it that you bring to the audience. That's kind of yeah. the real key thing. And yes, of course, it's a craft and you have to learn elements of what makes a great speaker, you know, but you, you can build that. And we yeah. can all speak, we can all do it. And I, I encourage that a lot because it's one of the journeys I'm now treading is, is kind of the journey of being a professional speaker, which I absolutely love. You know, it's yeah, wonderful. It's awesome. And I know that I am going to get better and better and better at it. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not world-class yet and that's what I want to be. You know, I, yeah. that's, well, I, I watched your TED talk and you look pretty goddamn <laughs> fast to me, my love. Let me tell you. <laughs> Jesus, that was the most impressive thing I think I've ever seen. <laughs> well, that's very kind of you to say. But the point is, you see, that that was good. And I'll tell you why that was good was because I had seven days to deliver it. Yes. And it was very, very much my story from my heart and that authenticity and almost that vulnerability side of it. That was the only reason I think that it worked that day the way it did. Um, mm -hmm. However... Um, that's what I now want to build on with my sales message as well as my life and an inspiration message. You know, there's a lot that we can give you and I through that speaking route. But tell me quickly before we, we finish about your um, membership um, club. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, 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 yes. So, sorry, I got distracted then. The High Vibe Society, um, there's basically three different ways of working with me, I suppose. I have a membership, which is a monthly membership, and it's called the High Vibe Society Mastermind. And it's basically for female entrepreneurs who are living in the UK. And 
it's absolutely fantastic. I absolutely love it. And it's something I'm really, really, really passionate about because I believe in leveraging a community to work together and support one another. And we can all grow and learn from each other, refer work to one another. So the power of the community is huge for me. Um, I go into that group and I coach and mentor quite regularly. They can't get rid of me. I do something called the Friday download where I just go in and basically just blab anything I've been working on, who I've been talking to, what I've been learning and stuff like that. So that's really, really cool. But then the great thing is as well, is I, um, with powers of my persuasion, I convince people such as yourself, you've been in it, um, to do masterclasses and success sessions and do interviews with me. Um, so basically on like about three times a month, I'm sharing basically bringing in an expert coach, mentor, um, any kind of professional successful entrepreneur to, to share their wisdom with the members so that we can all learn and support each other. So it's really a mastermind for female entrepreneurs to, to develop personally and professionally. Yeah, and it is a tribe and it is that lovely community spirit. And listen, the, the power in, in men and women, and I have to say men because, you know, I'm, I want to make sure I, I'm quite vocal about my love of men too. I think sometimes we talk about women so much, we, we miss out the men. I'm, I've been having some messages lately. I won out an award, which was a Woman's Who Award. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, no, thank you. But I got, I got a few messages from men and actually it was interesting because they, they were concerned that they hadn't been allowed to enter those awards and you know where are the awards for men and and I get it actually Sally I think you know we have gone so far and we've come so far as women that we were almost tipping slightly the other way in some respects that's probably a conversation for another time I do completely agree actually yeah I think so I think it's really interesting and you know lots of points to make on that maybe we will do a whole podcast just about that because I think that would be very interesting but um I think you know the point being is that we as people um in when we collaborate when we come together as communities we are so, so powerful together. And we have so much knowledge when we put it all together. It's really something special. And, yeah. and I think that's what you've definitely created in your uh, high vibe society. And obviously I'm part of that now. Yeah. So it's really yeah. exciting to see the work you do and the energy that you have in that group is, is really phenomenal. Oh, so any, no, it's great. And so anyone who does want to join, obviously all the links will be underneath the podcast for you so that you can find Sally. Sally, best place if they're listening now and they want to immediately connect with you, where's the best place they can connect with you? The best place to connect with me personally is definitely on LinkedIn. So on LinkedIn, I'm just obviously Sally Oddy. <laughs> so you can find me. Um, you can see my, you know, obviously my pictures on there and I, it says that I'm a business coach. So that's the best place to find me because I think actually LinkedIn is where I connect more personally with people actually. Um, so yeah, definitely LinkedIn, Sally Oddy. Yeah, and I love LinkedIn myself. That's how we yeah. met, of course. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and a lot of my guests, I've met them on LinkedIn. So, so listen, Sally, I think we may need to do a part two because we've got a lot of other things that we could talk about, <laughs> I you and I. That. I was just thinking yeah. that. So, you will be back if you'll come. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> God, yeah, whenever. You just say the word and I'll be here. You know me, you can't shut me up. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for joining me today and i've really enjoyed our human conversation and for the listeners yeah i hope you've enjoyed it too and make sure you connect with sally she's a pretty awesome gal she's doing some really great work out there as well so 
If you like the human conversation, then you need to subscribe and you need to like and you need to tell us how much you like us. We are on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and we are on Spotify. So please come along, keep listening, and tell everyone about the human conversation. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next time. Ta-da for now. You've just been listening to the Human Conversation podcast with Jules White. To find out more about the other work that Jules does, please visit her website, www.liveitloveitsellit.co.uk. And if you enjoyed the podcast, then please do leave a rating and review on the platform you use to enjoy her show. Thanks for listening and see you next time.